Awesome. Um, Amber just said, can Krista just live with me? I agree. Oh, Stephanie, I, feel... I think you're on mute. I'm, I'm not muted. Let's see. I can hear. Her. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I agree. It feels so good after a busy day to just get grounded, right? It feels awesome. So welcome to Healthy Together Time. We're so glad you're here. And we're just going to start out with a couple of wins of the week, basically. How Optavia has blessed your life. Um, let's have a couple people take themselves off mute. Um, I see Yella's raising his hand. Yella, how has Optavia blessed your life? Well, it, it has blessed me in a lot of ways, but some of the things that, uh, one of the things that people don't know is after me and Bon got healthy, you know, we, we struggled with infertility for so long and it changed my life because now we have kids and the happiest thing in my life is, you know, being a, a husband and being a father. So I, I'm so grateful for my health, not just physically, but mentally and financially. I love that. You've got like a physical representation right there in your arms. It's so beautiful. And Michelle, share something with us about how Optivia has blessed your life. We'll wait for you to come off of mute. Hold on one second. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much um, for giving me this opportunity. I just, um, I feel so blessed um, in so many different ways from, from having Optivia come into my life. But about five years ago, I was searching for my happily ever after. And along that path, along that way came Optivia and it just became my vehicle to really steer me in the direction that I wanted to go in life. And, and I just feel powerful. I feel strength. I feel, I love the community and, and even better is I found a way that I can be passionate and serve, you know, help serve others and help them find their happily ever after as well. Like that is, that is the beautiful part of it is, is we learn and we grow and then we want to share it with other people. And I, that is how it's blessed my life. Just watching other people find their, their why and, and reach their goals as well. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Um, I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Stephanie Whiting. I'm a certified Optavia coach. Um, I've been coaching for about four years and all these faces in the room are my friends. This is the best part for me about Optavia is being here and sharing and learning and growing. Um, I'm gonna turn the time over to Krista Pace to introduce our topic. Our topic is really exciting. You guys are gonna love this. All right, thank you so much, Steph. So I am so excited to be with all of you today. My name is Krista Pace and I am an independent certified Optavia coach and I love adventure. Tonight we are going to go on our own adventure together. But first, I'd like to begin by celebrating each of you. If you are on this call live tonight or listening via podcast, you have chosen to engage with our Optavia community. Studies show that those who are plugged into our community, as well as the other three components of our program, your coach, education, and nutrition, you have a much higher rate of success in your personal health goals, and that is definitely worth celebrating. Though we are all on our individual health journeys, traveling together allows us to share our triumphs and encourage, inspire, and build each other when we hit our obstacles. And wouldn't you agree, obstacles are part of this beautiful journey, right? 
In fact, it is the resistance of obstacles that strengthens us so that we can grow. So if you have ever felt the emotions of failure, or if you feel like you are your biggest obstacle and you are stuck, tonight is for you. Tonight, we are going to embark on the ocean of Optavia and enjoy the adventure of growth together as we hit a few hidden icebergs and discover the flow of personal integrity. In the early morning hours of April 15th, 1912, the RMS Titanic, a luxury steamship, sank in the North Atlantic after sideswiping an iceberg during its maiden voyage. Of the 2,240 passengers and crew on board, more than 1,500 lives were lost. But it wasn't the part of the iceberg that could be seen above water that caused problems for the Titanic. It was the massive hidden iceberg beneath the surface of the water that unzipped the bottom of the ship, threatening its structural integrity. May I suggest that we are all luxury steamships and we have embarked on this incredible journey on the ocean of Optavia. This is a place of possibility, a place of learning and growth and uncommon freedom. Whether you are a client or a coach or a friend with peaked interest, you have chosen this journey of discovery tonight and you are in for adventure. I began my journey four years ago after a cancer diagnosis. My husband's mother had passed away from breast cancer at the age of 39 when he was 14 years old. Well, I was 38 and my oldest son was soon to turn 14. I will always remember that moment when my husband and I read the word malignant on the computer screen when I pulled up my own results. I can still actually bring back all of those emotions of fear, uncertainty, and stress. Cancer flipped something inside of me it was definitely one of the biggest obstacles that I had ever encountered, and I was ready to make some dramatic changes in my life. So I reached out to a friend who had posted on Facebook about becoming a coach, and I made a decision to embark on this journey. Four months and 40 pounds lighter, I knew that the Habits of Health system worked, and I decided to start to share this gift with others. But my story hasn't always been smooth sailing. In fact, my luxury steamship has made contact with quite a few obstacles or hidden icebergs on my journey. And each time I have taken on some water as my identity or the structural integrity of my ship has been compromised. I have found that with each iceberg I come in contact with, I have two choices. I can fortify my ship and become changing my identity one healthy microhabit at a time, or I can give up and sink. And since sinking really is not an option for me, I choose to change. So in just a moment, we are going to discuss tonight these icebergs and how we can work to melt them while strengthening the structural integrity of our ships. But first, I'd like to review what Dr. A describes as the four stages of learning in element five of our life book. Often we set sail in the ocean of Optavia from a place of unconscious incompetence. We just don't know what we don't know. We are unconscious of the thoughts, mindsets, and beliefs that have created our current habits and reality. But as soon as we set sail, our awareness of our need to change is recognized, and we become conscious of our incompetence. We start to recognize what we want to change to move forward in our health. Then, with conscious competence, 
we begin to consciously work to create micro habit routines to change our programming until new habits are created that allow for unconscious competence when we do things without even thinking. These new healthy habits just become who we are. When this happens, our ships freely sail towards our dreams. Now, I still get tripped up sometimes when I'm trying to get these terms straight, conscious, unconscious, competence, incompetence. So Steph is going to help us see this from the driver's seat. Steph? I love it. Thanks, Krista. Actually, even as we were preparing for this training, it was hard to say the words because they're they're such a mouthful. And what we were saying is this is so much like learning how to drive. Now, like if you stuck your 10 year old in the car and you said, drive us to the grocery store, they would first of all, have probably no idea how to get there. And they would have no idea how to make the car work. They would maybe try, but they probably couldn't do it. And so that's really a perfect example of unconscious incompetence. They don't know what they don't know. Um, you know, fast forward to about 15 when you get your learner's permit and all of a sudden they expect you to like read a few things and they kind of stick you in a car or ask you questions. And all of a sudden you are very aware of all the rules you don't know yet and you don't have memorized. Right. And it's kind of scary. I remember them being like my parents, you know, hopping in the car with me and expecting me to drive. And I was like, I don't know everything yet. This is so scary. Well, move into, you know, maybe a 16 to 17 year old driver who's taken driver's ed, who has their driver's license and they're going to the store. Do you guys remember that time when you first got your license, but you're so aware of every move you are very consciously like turning on your turn signal. Yeah. Left turns. Every time you had to make a left turn, it was like, Oh no. (laughs) Um, and so you're just so aware of what you don't know, but you know, a little, And this is where you get those like backseat drivers, right, Krista? Yes. I have a backseat driver right now. I have a six or 15 year old who's learning to drive. She's like, mom, you didn't stop at that stop sign for three seconds. I'm like, oh no. (laughs) Right. They know all the rules. Right. And then, you know, probably everyone on this call, we can hop in the car and we can drive to the grocery store and we don't even think about it anymore, right? We're making left-hand turns. We're, you know, choosing the brake or the gas. And this is just stuff that's on autopilot. And this is what we want for you guys and your health. So kind of be thinking about these terms um, in relation to maybe learning how to drive as we go. Thank you so much for that analogy. I really remember my first days on plan when I started to make changes in my health. I wasn't quite sure what I was in for. I was definitely unconsciously incompetent in the areas I needed to change. I had created my identity as an overweight emotional eater through years of repeated emotional eating. I had plenty of proof that this was just who I was and I had little evidence that I could change. But as I started to follow the habits of health system, I soon became conscious of my incompetence. I started to recognize my unhealthy habits that were keeping me from my goals and my dreams. I like to compare the process of going from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence as my ship hitting an iceberg. So let's talk a little about what this iceberg could represent. The top fourth of the iceberg that can be seen above the water represents our conscious desires or our words, what we say we want. These goals, dreams, aspirations, they're in ice because we have not yet created them. There's no flow, okay? 
The bottom three-fourths of the iceberg beneath the surface of the water, that massive hidden iceberg that causes damage to our ships, this represents our unconscious commitments that are in opposition to our conscious desires. We can recognize our unconscious commitments by looking at our current results. It's like reality check, right? So think for just a minute, what is your hidden iceberg that is threatening the structural integrity of your ship? What are your unconscious commitments that are not in alignment with your conscious desires? So for example, we may say that we wanna lose 20, 40, 100 pounds, right? But we are unconsciously committed to being exactly the weight that we are and maybe never missing that donut run at the office that's once a week, right? Or maybe we say we want to get more sleep at night so we have more energy to enjoy time with our family, but we are unconsciously committed to staying up late, binging our favorite Netflix series. Stephanie, what are some other examples that you have noticed of some unconscious commitments that have kept you or those you coach from achieving these conscious desires? You know, Krista, for me, a really big one, both for myself and for my clients, I think is people pleasing. You know, I didn't see that one coming at all. When I went on plan, I was like, I've got my goals come hell or high water. I'm going to, I'm going to reach it. And then of course, you know, you get invited to a dinner party or Sunday dinner, or there's a holiday that has come up. And it's like, all of a sudden you're hitting this iceberg of people pleasing. Cause you've always been the one that makes everybody feel good. And suddenly you might have to deliver some, what you feel like is bad news. Right. And you're not quite prepared. Such a good example. And this is perfect because once we are aware of our unconscious commitments, once we hit those icebergs, we have the opportunity to take 100% responsibility for them. There's no blame or shame in this game, right? When we take no more and no less than 100% responsibility for our unconscious commitments, that's when we can recognize that we are the dominant forces in our lives. We can change anything that isn't serving us we begin the process of conscious competence. You can see this in yellow, tiny right here. We're just starting out conscious competence as we create and practice new thoughts, new mindsets and habits that are in alignment with our conscious desires. Element three in the life book goes into a lot of detail about this and how it's done using micro habits and habit loops. Remember the cue routine and reward? Well, as you are in process of creating new habit loops and building trust through your micro habit goals, things you can do every day without fail, a great reward to notice is your hidden iceberg shrinking, right? So I want you to watch, this is kind of fun for those of you who are on live tonight, as our conscious competence increases, little by little, our icebergs shrink. Okay, we're gonna do that again because it's just so much fun, right? As our conscious competence in yellow increases, little by little, our iceberg shrinks and we begin to enjoy the flow of personal integrity. It makes sense, right? When our unconscious commitments deliver our conscious desires, instead of impeding them, we are in flow. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time because this has become my favorite definition of personal integrity. Personal integrity is the state we enjoy when our unconscious commitments deliver our conscious desires. That's when we're unconsciously competent, right? In this state, we can achieve anything we desire or dream. And while we're on the topic of personal integrity, I want you to consider for just a moment the integrity of your ship. 
In chapter two of one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits, James Clear details the process of changing your identity. He describes whatever your identity is right now, you only believe it because you have proof of it. If you go to church every Sunday for 20 years, you have evidence that you are religious, right? If you study biology for an hour every night, you have evidence that you are studious. If you go to the gym, even when it's snowing, you have evidence that you are committed to fitness. The more evidence you have for a belief, the more strongly you will believe it. So if you have lots of evidence like I did that you're an emotional eater or a foodie or that you could never say no to your grandma's homemade cherry pie, especially when she makes it on your birthday and it's like your favorite thing, right? And if these identities are showing up as if you are in an iceberg field, hitting them every which way, it's time to strengthen your ship but it is a gradual evolution. It's a process. We do not change by snapping our fingers and deciding to be someone entirely new. We change bit by bit, day by day, habit by habit. Each micro habit is like a suggestion. Hey, maybe this is who I am. Maybe, just maybe I am a person who fuels my body with healthy food, right? Maybe I'm a person who's really good at feeling my emotions instead of buffering from them. Maybe I am a person whose love for others is not attached to eating the food they make for me, right? I can love grandma and I can choose healthy foods because I love me, right? The more evidence you create for these new identities, the stronger your ship becomes. And remember, new identities require new evidence. So while we're in the conscious competence stage, creating new micro habits, decide the type of person that you want to be, and then prove it to yourself with small wins, those micro habit victories. This will strengthen the structural integrity of your ship and make contact with those icebergs a little less problematic. I like to say there is no sinking allowed in the ocean of Optavia, right? <laughs> and I love this, like, I actually love this, um, these picture representations of like us strengthening our ship through like just these little decisions we make every day, because all it takes is a couple of wins to start forming that new identity, right? To strengthen that ship. And, you know, one day of fueling your body with healthy food, you're like, I am a person that fuels my body with healthy food. And you can begin forming that new identity. And the same thing with the iceberg and shrinking the iceberg. Once you hit that iceberg a couple of times, you're aware that it's there. Ooh, there might be some people pleasing happening at this party tonight. What's the decision that I'm going to make? And we get stronger in two different ways. So, so good. So melting our icebergs and strengthening our ships. So who's ready to do this? Who's ready to melt your icebergs and strengthen your ship? <laughs> Raise your hand, right? It might surprise you that you are already on your journey to do these things. There are four simple steps to begin strengthening your ships and melting your icebergs. Yep, you guessed it. Guys, it's really just as simple as plugging into the four components of our habits of health system. Number one, as you become aware of your hidden icebergs, share them with your coach. Be open and coachable. Link arms with somebody who's likely melted an iceberg before, right? Dive into your life book and the habits of health transformational system. These will help you make those micro habit changes and create new habit loops that are in alignment with your goals. Number three, like you're doing now, engage with our Optavia community. 
Surrounding yourself with others who are also practicing healthy habits will add power to your efforts. And then finally, stick to your nutrition plan with our scientifically designed fuelings. I know that our fuelings were designed with the exact macro balance we need to obtain an efficient fat burn, right? It's really fun to see success on our, in our physical bodies when we burn fat. But I've also discovered in my journey that the use of fuelings and my nutrition plan has also opened up my mind to other areas, other hidden icebergs or unconscious commitments that are slowing me down from achieving my goals. It was through my nutrition plan that I discovered my unconscious commitment to clear my plate and my kids' plate so I wouldn't waste food and my unconscious commitment to valuing others' opinions of me over my goals for personal health. So recognize what other areas you can improve in as you're, as you're using the fuelings and staying on your nutrition plan. Okay, so today to wrap up our topic, I'd like to introduce one of my very favorite people in this world, Karen Feld. 20 years ago, we met in a show choir at Snow College and Optavia reunited us two years ago this October. She lost 70 pounds in eight months continues to devour her life book, it's huge celebration, and is melting her icebergs left and right. So Karen, if you'd raise your hand and take yourself off mute, um, I'd love to have you share a little bit of your journey with us and how you have melted some of your icebergs. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, thank you. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for letting me share. I, I just love Krista so much, but I'm so glad that she's my coach. Um, yeah, when I, before I found Optivia, um, I was just very lost and I, I was lost in so many ways. And, um, Krista, I saw her on Facebook posting pictures of her clients and I just thought, why not, you know, why not contact her after 18 years or whatever, and just see what this is all about. And she talked to me about Optivia and I was very hesitant to be honest with you. Um, but I just, you know, just decided, what do I have to lose? And so I started and I, um, obviously saw results right away. Um, the first month, I think I lost like 15 to 18 pounds that first month. And I was just, I, I just felt so much better even after just a month. Um, and then after a few months, COVID hit and I was working from home and, I was not the kind of person that would be sane in my home. And so I decided to just go take walks. And one thing that was really important for me, the top of my iceberg was um, health and movement. And um, I had, I'd always wanted to be someone who would be able to work out a lot. And that was always important to me. And I realized as I was in this journey that some of my hidden icebergs um, were my commitment to binging on Netflix. <laughs> and um, before Optivia, my, my commitment to eating really unhealthy food so that I didn't have the energy to work out. And um, the biggest one I think of all was I thought that if I worked out, I had to go from zero to 60. And if I couldn't do it all, I just couldn't do it at all. Um, and I read in the life book, Dr. A talked about a woman um, who wanted to do push-ups, and she couldn't do any. And he said, we'll start with a wall push-up. And I thought that was the stupidest thing on the earth. I thought that is, there's no way that change is going to happen if you just do one wall push-up. Are you kidding me? This doesn't make any sense. 
But then he goes on to say that, you know, she eventually, you know, kept going and getting stronger and she eventually did her pushups and re reached her goal. So during COVID, I decided to go take walks and then I decided, Hey, I can probably run for a bit. And so I would run for like 20 or 30 seconds and then I was done and I would just walk the rest of the way. And I kept telling myself, that's okay. It's okay that I'm not running the entire way. It's okay to run for 20 or 30 seconds. And I just kind of kept at it. And, um, once I reached my goal weight and I started eating, um, I started the transformation, I started running more and I found out that I really, really enjoyed it. And I just, I just kept improving my running. And now, um, in September, I, sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, in September, I'm running the women of steel 50 mile relay. And, uh, I never thought that would have been part of my journey ever in my life. Um, but because I was willing to take a look at my unconscious commitments, my, um, my, my, my iceberg, I was able to look at those and realize that I was just wrong. Everything that I thought was wrong. And because of my coach, because of my life book, because of the feelings, because of the community, I'm able to be somewhere that I honestly never thought that I would be in my life. And I'm just so grateful for having my life. It's amazing. Oh my goodness, Karen. Thank you so much for sharing. As we were preparing for this tonight, it was so fun because I'm like, you literally strengthened your ship. You're like running this iron woman. You know, you strengthened your ship with iron and no icebergs are going to get in your way. And I just, I love that. You know, one thing I've learned on my Optavia journey is once you hear someone's story, once you hear their triumph over their icebergs, you can't help but love them. And once you connect with your own Optavia story of hope, change, and iceberg annihilation, right, you can't help but share it. You guys, there are so many who are still stuck in unconscious incompetence. It's time to welcome them on their own journeys of health discovery. So some of you are ready. Some of you came to this call wondering, how can I share this gift and welcome others into this amazing community? Some of you might be thinking, how can I be 500% more sure that my journey of growth will continue and I will reach my goals? Or how can Optavia help with my personal goals for financial health? Well, stick around if you're curious about any of these topics. Otherwise, thank you for joining Healthy Together time tonight. Enjoy the process of strengthening your ships and melting your icebergs. We will see you next week.